Hello and welcome to the Scottish Clans, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Clint and I appreciate you joining me today for a story that's a little bit on the grim side, the, the Dunoon Massacre. The story, maybe, I don't know, it's not the first grim tale that we've told on here and it probably won't be the last given Scottish history. And maybe some of you are in the mood for something a little more cheerful, so I'll keep my eyes out as I'm looking for material. But I do want to point out that today's story, where it deals with the Lamonts and the Campbells, does come from a request, a listener request for Lamonts. And I do want to also add that the those two episodes about the McLeans were also responding to a listener request. So just just so you know that I am seeing those requests. And if you were the one who recommended the Lamonts or the McLeans, then you know who you are. And I hope that what we do today, and there might be a little bit material, a little bit of material for another episode coming on the Lamonts. Today is just one single story. It's not the background of the clan, their origins, their development through time, a history of their chiefs, anything like that. It's just this this one account as it relates to the massacre. And I know that there's others of you that have made requests and you're still waiting to hear something about your clan. Just to let you know, I am trying to move through my gigantic list of recommendations and I am I got to tell you, I am flattered. I'm taking all of these requests as a compliment that you would want me to talk about your clan, something that's very personal to you, that you have strong feelings about, and that you would trust me to to get on a platform like this and talk about that with so many people listening, at least dozens, then I take that as a, as a very sincere compliment. So thank you, and I'll try to do it justice. All right, so... The before I jump into the actual story, I got to give a shout out to my sponsor, like always, USA Kilts. Um, I'm going to mention in a little more detail a little bit later their YouTube channel. I'm going to read off some of the things that they've been doing lately, some of their videos that I've seen, and and I'll some tell you also share with you some of the things that they're doing on their webpage too, where that's actually their storefront, and they've they've got some interesting things going on there too. But just wanted to give a shout out to USA Kilts. All right, so. The story that I'm going to take, I'm taking this story from electricscotland.com. That is one of the sources that I found. I could go just straight to the, the Wikipedia page. Now, to be fair to Wikipedia, they did have the, the link to Electric Scotland. That's how I found the Electric Scotland page is by looking at, so it's under, if you want to read about the Lamonts, you can go to Wikipedia under Clan Lament, and that's they've actually on the Wikipedia page, they have a pronunciation helper. You know the little speaker symbol, and you can press it, and you can listen to somebody pronounce it, because a lot of us might be a little bit more influenced by the French, and we'd pronounce it Clan Lamont, and maybe here in America that's how a lot of us pronounce it anyway, and so. My understanding, based off of the little helpful audio hint they gave on the Wikipedia page, it's Lament. 
And, you know, one of you people who are actually listening to this from Scotland can feel free to correct me. You have done in times past, and it's always welcome. I never get offended when you do reach out like that and say, actually, it's not pronounced like that. And it's been very helpful. So thank you. That's how I knew McLean is actually McLean, even though here in the United States, we sometimes pronounce it McLean, because that's kind of how it looks. But anyway, so from the kind help of other people, I was corrected, and I appreciate it. So if you go to the Lament website, the Wikipedia page, they do talk about the Dunoon Massacre on there. But that's not where I'm taking this. So I used the link, and I went to the the, the electricscotland.com. And then I also have a source here, and I'll po- post both, both of these links in the the show notes. But I also went to the ravenreport.com. They have an article on this. And the Raven Report is just kind of interesting because it's just a bunch of grim stories. So if you're a history buff and you like the grim side of things, then feel free to go to the ravenreport.com where I got a little bit of my information off of there, but most of it, in fact, I'm going to actually on the, the, uh, for the Dunoon Massacre, I'm just going to read from the electricscotland.com entry for Clan Lament. And then when we're done with the story, I'm just going to add a few of my thoughts about the actual story and what was going on. Just like just a few, just a little commentary at the end of it. But I'm not going. To, I'm going to try not to gum up the story as we're going through by interrupting all the time and pointing things out. And this, it kind of, I don't know if I've done that too much in the times past, but I think it would break up the the flow of the story. All right, so I'm just reading straight off of ElectricScotland.com right now, and here's how the story goes: Lament of Inverine Knight then chief of the clan, had been educated at Glasgow University, had re- represented Argyllshire in the Scottish Parliament, and had been King Charles's commissioner and a friend of the Marquis of Montrose. In fairness to Argyll, it should be mentioned that the commission to Sir James, given under the hand of King Charles I in March 1643, authorized and ordered him to prosecute a war and levy forces in His Majesty's name against those in rebellion and particularly against the Marquis of Argyle, and that, in accordance with this commission, Sir James had gathered together his friends and followers. But upon the king's surrender to the Scottish army at Newcastle, Lament had laid down arms and retired peaceably to his own house of Toward and Ascog. Those are two different... Quick pause real here. Real quick, Toward and Ascog are the two Lament castles. Okay, back into the story. The indictment goes on to relate how, after the overthrow of Montrose at Philippa, James Campbell of Ard Kingless, Dugald Campbell of Inverah, and other officers, under the order of the Marquis of Argyle, laid siege to these two houses. On the 3rd of June, Lament surrendered upon conditions signed by seven of the Campbell leaders, which granted indemnity to the Lamonts in person and estate, with power to pass freely where they pleased. No sooner were the strongholds yielded than the Campbells proceeded to plunder them utterly and to waste the whole estates and possessions of the Lamonts, 
doing damage to the extent of 50,000 pounds sterling, and in the course of their operations, murdering a number of innocent women whose bodies they left for a prey to ravenous beasts and fowls. While the plundering was going on, Sir James and his friends and clansmen were kept guarded in the house and yards of Toward, with their hands cruelly bound behind their backs in the greatest misery. The Campbells next burned Ascog and Toward to the ground, threw their prisoners into boats, and conveyed them to Dunoon. There they hanged thirty-six persons, most of them gentlemen of the name of Lament, upon a growing ash tree behind the churchyard. The rest, to the number of over two hundred and fifty, they stabbed with dirks and skeins at the latter foot, and cast, many being still alive, still living, spurning and wrestling into pits where they were buried alive. So much did the horror of the circumstances impress people's minds that it was said the tree withered and its roots ran blood till the Campbells at last found it necessary to, quote, hawk out the root, covering the whole with earth, which was the full of the said matter like blood, unquote. Sir James Lament himself was spared and being carried to Inverary, quick pause on the quote here, that's the, the Marquess of Argyle's uh, castle there. Okay, to continue. Uh, so James Lamont was there at Inverary, forced to sign a paper declaring that he himself had been in the wrong and was afterwards kept a close prisoner at Dunstaffnage, where, under a threat of being kept in the dungeon, quote, until the morrow should rot within his bones, unquote, he was forced to sign a deed yielding, upon, yielding up his estates. He was also made to sign a bond for 4,400 mercs as payment for his four years' entertainment in the castle. He was afterwards imprisoned at Inishconnell in Lacha and in Stirling Castle and was only liberated when Cromwell overran the country in 1651. This act of massacre and oppression against Clan Lamont formed the chief item upon which Argyle was charged after the Restoration, and if it were for nothing but this alone, he may be held to have richly deserved his fate when his head fell under the knife of the maiden. The massacre, however, had meanwhile exercised a far-reaching effect upon the fortunes of the clan, many of whom harried and driven from their lands, have been forced to assume other names, so that to the present hour there are many browns and blacks and whites, both in Cowell and elsewhere, who are of pure lament descent. The incident of the massacre, terrible as it was, had been all but forgotten, but by everyone except the laments themselves, and a few people who, look, who took an interest in the history of Cowell, till a few years ago, the clan society was formed, and set about erecting a monument on the spot where so many of the clansmen had suffered a violent death. Sir James Lamont was reinstated in his property in 1663, but Toward Castle was never rebuilt by the Lamont chiefs, and stands a sad ruin yet among its woods. The modern Toward Castle was built by Kirkman Findlay, the famous East India merchant of Napoleonic times. The later seat of the Lamont chiefs was Ard Lamont House on the promontory between Chine Bruch and Loch Fyne, but following a notorious murder which took place there during the occupancy of some English tenants about the beginning of the 20th century, the estate was sold, and the chief of the clan now resides principally at Westward Ho in Devonshire. Okay, so the Lamonts got their property back, and the Marquess of Argyle, the chief of the Campbells, was beheaded, and it seems like this charge, his acts against the Lamonts, were at the top of the list of offenses. Okay, now I do want to point out something, acknowledging something here, that we're getting this account from 
the clan lament page on electricscotland.com. Now, I just want to uh, see, I'm just scrolling down here to see if there's a source on this that doesn't look like there is. And so I'm not really sure the source of the, the lament entry here, but it is a pretty, if you are of the Lament background and you want more information on the Lamets, it this it seems like it's quite a lot in, more information than the Wikipedia page. Now, but there's might be some bias, right? Because this is a Lament versus Campbell affair, and we're reading this on the Clan Lament page. So that's why I went to see if I could find this story from another angle angle, and that's why where I found the Ravenreport.com. So I just want to add a few details to the story that you don't see on the Clan Lament page. Now, look, I'm not accusing the Lamonts of any heinous dishonesty here, but I think it's important that we see, okay, there's two sides to the story. Okay, so what happened, We, if you listen to that account closely, you noticed that the Campbell raid on Lament territory was done after the Lamonts had already attacked Campbell territory during this uh, the civil war where you had the Marquis of Montrose fighting at, as, as King Charles I's military leader um, fighting against the Covenanters. So you have you have this and this this is kind of a there's a lot going on in Scotland during the 1600s and speaking of a lot going on there's a lot going on before this massacre happened and like i said this is not going to be meant to give a whole history of the Lamont clan but just know that for generations the Campbells had been encroaching upon their lands and so you have this this uh civil war pop up and the Lamonts jump on the side of the Marquis of Montrose, King Charles I, and they probably fell in with McDonald's, who already hated the Campbells, had a lot of reason, had lost territory to the Campbells, and had an ongoing feud already with them. So the Lamonts fell in with them. And so that's just kind of some context, some background about what's going on. Another thing that you don't see in that previous account that you do see on the Raven Report, which the Raven Report doesn't list sources. And it's not meant to be an academic. It doesn't look to be an academic thing. It's just, it just looks like it's just telling stories from history. But it, it does mention that during the Lament raid on Campbell territory, which the other account did say was ordered by the either King Charles I or the Marquis of Montrose, but I think it was Charles I, because the Campbells were in opposition to who the Lamonts perceived as their rightful king, so they took this as an order. But when they went into Campbell territory, the Raven Report includes that Sir Lamont went on to destroy the grain house, drive off 340 cattle and horses, kill 33 men, women, and children of the Campbell clan. Okay, so once again, that's why I want to be pointing out that we don't know, know the sources for sure on this, and especially when you give figures like that. Sometimes that's Nice to know where they're getting this information. But let's just throw this out there for some possible important background information. You're a Campbell, and first of all, you're just a regular Campbell. You don't know the whole history of how much territory of the Lamonts that you guys have gained over the last four or five generations. You just know that a force of Lamonts, your next-door neighbors, during this conflict joined the other side 
and came into your territory, probably with McDonald's, and killed a bunch of people. Now, even though there may have been McDonald's with them and part of this deal, the Campbells, there's something about the nature of this, maybe the fact that the raiding party was actually led by the chief of the Lamonts that put the Lament face on it for the Campbells. And, and they have not forgotten the McDonald's, and they got something for the McDonald's too. But they... So you're just a regular Campbell, and you just know that your next-door neighbor's wife was killed by raiding Lamonts and maybe some kids. And so that's horrific to you. Okay, so I'm just maybe trying to see both sides of this fight a little bit. Now... Is there is killing women and children justified? You know, like I, I know that we pointed out on this on this podcast several times that we don't like to judge people from the past by our own current standards today, and I think that's really important, and that's something I'm always going to try to stand by. So, how was the killing of women and children viewed by people? contemporary people in that part of Scotland, I still would have a hard time thinking that they thought it was okay, regardless. I mean, maybe if your family had been killed by a raiding party of female Campbells, which I have not read that anything like that ever happened in the history of Scotland, where like a war party of women just went into somebody's territory and started laying scunion. I've never seen that happen as in my reading. Um, so I just can't, I've had a hard time imagining people at that time in that world thinking that that was okay. And, and so you're, so the Campbells retaliate and they go into Lament territory and they start burning things down. And when it, when they, so they're going through Lament territory, they're burning things down, they're getting retribution. Um, and they get to the, the Lamont castles, Toward and Ascog, and they bring cannons to bear. And pretty quickly, the chief of the Lamonts realizes that this is not going to, this isn't going to turn out to be a good situation. So he goes ahead and surrenders, and they get terms brought up. And like that, that Lamont version of the story says, seven Campbells sign names to him. And I, once again, didn't say sources, and it'd be cool to track this down and see if there's actually seven Campbell signatures and if this document even still exists. And then and then they say, just kidding, round everybody up and just start killing people, men, women, children, hanging people, burying people alive, some pretty gruesome atrocities. And so there's, there's a couple of things to think about that just kind of go through my head is what was the nature of the Lament raid on Campbell territory first? Because it seems like the Campbells are coming after him with some hurt feelings. And that's kind of a mild way of saying it. Like kids on a playground at school get their feelings hurt. It seems like this has become very personal for the Campbells as they come back to raid the Lamonts. Um Before I go off on too much more commentary on this, I do want to put a plug in for my sponsors, USA Kilts. Okay, so here's here's what I'd like. I'd like to give you just a taste because I can brag on and on about their YouTube content. Their YouTube channel is USA Kilts and Celtic Traditions. But here's a few of their recent videos. I actually, 
when I say recent, that's relative terms. Um, some of them I had already seen before, but what I'm trying to show you with these titles of these videos is to kind of show you the broad range of things that they cover. So I'm going to read you three titles of videos that they've got. One is Jacket Options for Casual Day Kilt. Another is How Do You Wear a Kilt? Like this, Casual Kilts 101. So a lot of stuff on how to wear kilts. and But then also, they're going into more cultural things beyond just traditional Scottish attire. They have another one titled Top Celtic Festivals and Highland Games in the U.S. So that's kind of an interesting topic. And you can see how it's not just, they're called USA Kilts and Celtic Traditions. They do really do cover quite a broad range of topics in in their effort to uh, promote, not just preserve, but promote Scottish culture. And then I also just want to mention, um, they've got a, they've got a, so their, their storefronts, usakilts.com. And I just saw something. I just went to check them out before, see if there's anything new on there that I haven't checked out before. And look at this. They've got They've got a whole thing on here that's, and this is on their their homepage right now, kind of their front page. Celtic home goods, the best of the British Isles to make your house a home. So things way beyond, way beyond what you're wearing to include the kilt and things that go with wearing a kilt. They've got in this category, I'm just going to listen to you, list, list off some of the groups here that they've got with under the category of houseware. They've got flasks glassware, kitchen and dining room stuff, tankards, luggage and hangers, wall art. So just so you can see the the broad range of things that they offer from their webpage, aka their storefront, usakilts.com. So go check them out. All right, so back to the commentary. The So were the Campbells justified? Like I said, I don't know if we were ever justified in killing women and children, but definitely there was a raid, counter-raid. It just turns out that the counter-raid was so gruesome. And and I think the part that made it so treacherous was that they'd signed an, an agreement. All right, we killed a bunch of your people. You've already killed a bunch of our people. Let's call it good. And the Campbells said, okay. And then when the other side laid down their arms, they said, just kidding, rounded people up and killed a bunch of them. To the tune, like we said, of about 200. The electricscotland.com article said more like 250, but um, that's most of the, like Raven, the Raven Report and a couple other sources that I read on this said that um, there's around 200, which is still a lot. Still a lot, and that's not counting the people that they killed when they were initially raiding on their counter raid through Lament territory. Um, and so the real question is, not not that this would excuse it, but did the Lamonts kill women and children on their raid into Campbell territory? That that'd be interesting to see if, if this really is a tit for tat. But what a tragic tit for tat that would be, though, wouldn't it? Um. I already mentioned the, uh, I, I'm just going down my list of things to make sure I'm remembering all my thoughts that I had. I already mentioned the treachery of having signed an agreement and then going back on it. Now, another thing, I think it's an important detail, the Lamets, when they initially raided the Campbell territory, was this 
purely an act of well, King Charles, our sovereign, told us to go raid his enemy's lands. I mean, this is war. And so we were under order, orders, lawful orders, and we went in and we did what we were told to do. Or were the Lamonts using this as an opportunity as they have been had the Campbell pressure on them for a while now, like generations, to take out some of that, some of that pent-up frustration on the Campbells? I think that's an interesting factor here to, if we knew which one that was, which I don't. Um, here's one more question I've got about the, this story, the Dunoon massacre. It's a lot of people that were killed, including women and children. So another thought on this is why does no one, everybody's heard who has any kind of familiarity with Scottish history knows about the Glencoe massacre against the McDonald's of Glencoe. How come, how come this is the first time when I started digging into Lament history? Like I said, on the, uh, per the request of a listener, started digging in a little bit, and I find this story, and really this is the first time I've ever really, and there might have been some time I came across this a long time ago, but the Glencoe massacre is everywhere, and pictures of Glencoe, and it is kind of a scenic place, but I've, I don't know, there's just a huge disparity Yet it seems like this massacre was every bit as treacherous as the Glencoe massacre. And the body count has, I can't remember what the body count was for the Glencoe massacre, but 200, the Dunoon massacre has to be somewhere rivaling it, if not way surpassing it. Once again, I can't remember what the numbers were. And and I did do an episode on this. So if you're haven't been if you haven't been listening to this podcast for a long time, go back and check out the episode on the Glencoe massacre. So that's my last thought: is why is this getting all the attention? One of my guesses is that the McDonalds were are way more well known than the Lamonts. They were a huge clan, vastly powerful in their day, and so maybe they get more attention of that way. Maybe there's. I think somewhere in my reading of the Glencoe Massacre, I read that really nobody hardly ever talked about it until one historian dug it up in the 1800s and put it in a paper, and then it became a big deal. I can't remember the whole story, but maybe it got a little early press there. Anyway, it seems every bit as tragic, every bit as lethal, and every bit as um, treacherous as the Glencoe Massacre in my head. So there you have it, the story of the Dunoon Massacre in the feud between the Lamonts and the Campbells. So if you enjoyed this, then you have a little bit of a dark side. But hopefully it was entertaining and informative for you. If you want to continue the conversation, go to our group on Facebook, Scottish Clans. I think a lot of people are landing... I still see people going to the Scottish Clans Facebook page, not group, and liking it and reaching out to contact me via that and not maybe getting a little confused on the difference between a page and a group. That's all right, though. I still see some stuff back there and I still try to interact. Just know that if you're listening to this and you go and you accidentally get to the Facebook page, I'm not as responsive on that. So if you've been waiting for me to respond to a question or a request or just, just hey, yeah, I acknowledge that you said something on there and I haven't done it. I, I'm just not as up on the page because we've really 
put our center of gravity over on the Facebook group. Now, the Facebook group, let me just make a quick mention about that. It's got it's got like 11,500 people. Once upon a time, I would get a notification on my phone that said, hey, 11 people want to join this Facebook group. Will you go let them join? And now it's like uh, between 100 and 200 people at a time. It's out of control. But there's lots of good discussion on there. Some of it is just, hey, here's a picture of Scotland. It's meant to be a, a landing place online where we can have the discussion based off of based off of Scottish clans specifically. There's tons of there's tons of uh, Facebook groups for cool pictures of Scotland and funny Scottish jokes. But now having said that, I'm pretty lenient on what's posted on there. I'm I'm not I'm not trying to get really hardcore about Oh, well, that wasn't directly related to Scottish Clan, so get out of here. I, I may, and those who've been around the, the group for a while might drop a link to a podcast episode if it's relating to the comment that somebody put on there. And so we're not being super sticklers on there. Um, but just so you know, that's what a place where we can keep this conversation going from the podcast. So go there. You could also go on Apple Podcasts. And I think they just changed it from subscribe to follow. So go ahead and subscribe or follow whatever they want you to do on there. Give us a rating and um, and give me a give me a written review on there if you don't mind. Let me know how we're doing, what you want to hear. Um, you can also go to podbean.com or if you have the app, you can just go on that too and send me messages that. So there's three platforms that you can get a hold of me. The, the last one is thescottishclans at gmail.com. That's, that's the email that I'm using for this. So if you got a little bit longer message that you don't want to write in some of those other ways, then you can just go ahead and email me at thescottishclans at gmail.com. Cool. Thanks for joining me today. Um, Stay tuned for our next episode that may or may not be more stuff about the Lamonts. And until then, Martian Lave Andrasta. (laughs) 